All right, Borne, Leafs talk on the Sportsnet podcast and digital network. Uh, you're never getting that time back. That time is gone. You, this is the business you've chosen. This is the life that you have. And that is how you spent your time, you know, away from your beautiful family. You had, like, thank God that you had some time away. To be with your family, I saw you had your birthday, you have surrounded by loved ones and friends. You've had an outpouring from a community over the last couple of weeks. You know, I, you've got gorgeous kids. Your life is full. And But th- those three hours, you, you can never have those back. <laughs> They're gone. They're gone forever. That was your Tuesday night, everybody. You watched that no, game the whole way through. Welcome, welcome, I welcome. I can't remember a harder test of willpower to make yourself not look at your phone. Like during the game, a reminder to like put the phone down. Like you're going to have to talk about this hockey match. I but was it was a challenge, the, man. I was looking at the phone a lot. I looked at the phone a lot and I don't, I'm not mad about it. It is what it is. Like I looked <laughs> at my phone and I, my phone was on. Like it just, <laughs> that game sucked, dude. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Like, this is what you and I were joking about, and I so glad it was a TSN game so we could bury it too. I oh, that was even better. I I said it, <laughs> I said it in the tweet promoting this game that I promised this would be a little bit better because we go you the the caddy boys a little bit caddy <laughs> after this because what like, honestly if you're here if you're listening to this thing and you want dead serious analysis of that game I I don't have much for you like. I'm actually going to run down a couple of series sticks for this game. I thought that Connor okay. Timmons continues to look pretty good. Yep. I think that Ilya Samsonov made a bunch of saves in the first period that were actually yeah. halfway decent. And the, the the if there's a serious conversation I want to have off of this game, it is who is the Leafs' best goaltender? Is that actually a conversation? Because I think it 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 it's growing. It's a little like you post two straight shutouts, you should at least be able to sure. get a little bit. Of- and then yeah. after that, I. I actually am so mad that Kerfoot and Engvall got all their cookies tonight and that they were just out there with their hands in the cookie jar all night. Just like Engvall, oh, I, I think I described <laughs> it to you during the first intermission as it looked like a how happy a, a pent-up dog gets let out in the yard and is just running around. It's like when there's a tough guy in a game where there's another fighter and they go, yes, we can fight each other. You know, we like Ryan Reeves being that game before he got traded with Marcus Foligno. That was Engvall when he saw the Ducks. He went like, you guys are just like me. You don't care. You're not going to hit anybody. I can just go out here and do my thing. I lo- he loved it. It was his Super Bowl. He was in, having I, a great time. I tweeted it that, like, uh, you know, that Anaheim's in a set breakout. The first goal of the game, Anaheim's in a set breakout. So you have all your defensive players on the chessboard where you want them to be. As per design, one pass by Connor Timmons. And it was a three-on-two the other way. And Anaheim was like, wait, they can pass it? Like, it was, like, just so, so bad. So easy to break through. And you're right. Engvall broke through the middle, and he was like, ooh, no one over you top do. of me. I just get to skate. This is delightful. Yeah. He yeah. didn't have to get actually hit. There was no body to meet him. I dude. joked, man, do you think they had to do the, the the jerseys after? Do they have to do laundry? Or do they just fold them back up for the next game? I, The Ducks, it feels like the Ducks haven't done laundry in a while. <laughs> what is... When have you seen a team that checked out? Okay, so I actually tried to get Trevor Zegers on my podcast this week, but the Ducks just had too many games and it just it didn't work out. 
Yeah, we tried to get Verbeek on, and the Ducks also were like, eh, we don't want to talk right now. Well, here's here's the thing. I wanted to talk to Zegers about how he's like the, the face of growing the game somehow. Like, he's on the cover of a video game. This kid's kind of dining out on that goal, huh? <laughs> like that one highlight reel <laughs> Were you going to call him out on that? Well, how many times did I say, no, but I now I know I'm not getting them and whatever. It just, yeah. uh, like, I kind of thought maybe he was going to make one moment in the game. Like, when guys show up to play the Leafs in Toronto and you're on the Ducks, you're supposed to have a sleepy season where nobody cares about you. You're playing at the Honda Center in front of God knows how many fans every single night, getting your teeth kicked in by every single mediocre hockey team on the planet. You've got the likes of Kevin Shattenkirk on your team playing too many minutes going, when do I get out of here? Like, right. what time... When do I go? When is go-go time? And a bunch of dudes who are completely not invested. Could I notice Trevor Zegras before he cross-checks David Camp in the hockey game? Like, is it too much to ask for Mr. Video Game to show up one time? You know what's interesting? In a meaningful way? It is we did have we did have Scott Niedermeyer on the show today, and he was talking about uh, Kipper basically asked him what you're talking about. How do you take a guy like Zegras from being interesting and you know sort of the face of all this uh skill to a guy who helps your team win games and yep. Niedermeyer was like yeah you know that's kind of a thing that's my job you know focus on that part and the Marner goal he's on the wrong side of Marner Timmons gives him a pass Marner's wearing him like a dinner jacket when he makes the pass to Tavares he's on the wrong side of you know we're 10 minutes into a game in Toronto and he's just he's on the wrong side of guys already he does have a long way to go in terms of becoming a well-rounded guy who helps his team win hockey games. By the way, that was the 30th game the Ducks have played this season. One regulation win. Yeah. Uh, guess what they look like? A team that will have to play a lot more games against lesser opponents. Like, they got to get... We need to get relegation into North American sports. Yeah. This is your classic case of, let's get some relegation going here. You got to earn your way back, boys. Yeah. You know how... Okay, how badly could the there's got to be an AHL team that could skate with them for like oh, at least I'm, I'm a sure bit, it. you know, sure. especially if you told the AHL team, hey, you guys all get NHL contracts oh. to beat that Ducks team. Like, yeah, Shattenkirk was Klingberg's on that team too, is he not? I'm not sure I noticed him tonight, but yeah, like that. I, that... I want to tell you, I I I said this before, I so I don't feel bad saying I said on my podcast. That if you told me out of all the players that are basically going to be available come trade deadline, who would you like for the Leafs? Klingberg might be dead last on the list. Like every moment I see of Klingberg, I'm like, that's dead last who you need. Like that yeah. is maybe he's a re-engaged on the right team guy. And he did go to a Stanley Cup final where he was the man with Dallas. But no, thank you. That man, is I'm a scarred, though. I'm scarred from the year that it was like, should the Leafs get Hall or Felino? And I was like, Felino, Felino, Felino. And now I'm like, ah. Got that one wrong. So I don't want to get burnt. What's that? Would they have been better off had they gotten Hall, though? Yeah, I think so. Don't you? Well, poor Felino, man. He got his back <laughs> I know. He was hurt. Destroyed. I know. And have, I've talked to him multiple times about it. And, like, the agony that he was playing through is excruciating. And he did it for the love of just coming to Ontario and wanted to show up for the Leafs and really wanted to have a moment. And it's just like, yeah, imagine you got a chance to play for the Islanders, right? And 
you hurt yourself so bad before the one performance that it was like, this guy sucks. He's only, known for, yeah, he's only known for not living up to expectation. You'd be like, please don't let this be. I was trying my hardest. I was playing through a bullet wound. I know. Yeah. And then all he does is, you know, spend an entire off season raising money for children's hospitals. And yeah, anyway, I'm never going to trash Nick Foligno. You just can't get no. me to do it. I love the man. Um, yeah, should we I don't talk know. about our his sis went and made the packs for us? Should we talk about the guys that we were gonna show video of? I don't even remember who we were gonna show. Oh yeah, I I did want to know one thing. Okay, so sis, <laughs> roll this highlight. This is one moment of the game because you do you, we do a lot of video breakdown and you're smarter about it. I'm gonna do dumb guy idiot breakdown. Okay, here's Mark Giordano laying out, selling the body out in a game against the Anaheim freaking Ducks. Guys playing. 20 minutes a night for the Toronto Maple Leafs as they've been down with injuries. He's been, I would say, I, I, I was going to ask you this question. If you had to take a guy who is the MVP of the Leafs outside of the top four stars, yeah, who would it be? Because I think so far this season it's been Giordano. And this is just another example of where this team is kind of at right now with defensive buy-in. I think that when you see your core players like Matthews playing the defensive hockey they're playing right now, right? Like yeah. Matt Marner playing the defensive hockey he's playing right now. It's impossible for other guys not to fall in line. But then when you have 39-year-old Mark Giordano who cares about being a Maple Leaf yeah. playing against the Anaheim Ducks as though it's just an actual important game where they need to try. It's just, it's it, what a tone setter, man. I love the, you know I love the Yeah, that's great, JD. And you know what's crazy about that too is you, you saw that I bet uh, the the ducks I the the ducks plus two and a half goals is what I took tonight at plus one fifty or something for a bet because if I knew anything about this Leafs team this is the type of game where they go oh we're just gonna win seven nothing and then they don't go out and put you know put the effort in they're up two nothing there they could have put it neutral seen Geo go out lay the ball you know lay out on a play and you know he's committed you're right I think there's an element of like okay you got guys still playing for you and you're able to, you know, parlay that into how it should end seven, nothing. The Leafs, by the way, uh, I think the, the hottest team since whenever November 11th and the ducks, you know what they've been. So this should be they how it goes. That. If you're Daniel. What's that? They lost to that team somehow. That's all I could, man, you want to, the Leafs, it shouldn't be that unexpected of a turnaround, but I can't remember a time like this. Last year, the Boston Celtics around this time of the year were below 500 and they made the NBA Finals. Yeah. But what the Leafs have done this year, it doesn't feel as shocking because they were always a good regular season team. So them finding their level and they had struggled out of the gates before, whatever. But to go from being a team that was a house on fire where the coach is self-immolating and the stars look completely checked out all of the depth pieces look wrong. There's injuries in net and there's injuries on the blue line to going now since that last Ducks game. They are 15, four and one or sorry, one and four, 15, one and four. Good 20, that 20 is, games. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, a, that's beyond hot. That's yeah. hotter than, like I said, the, the, the fire that they lit on themselves at the beginning of the year. It is. Yeah, weirdly both astonishing and expected that this team is doing what they're doing right now. Like, I yeah. can't figure out which it is to me. Well, it's it, I will say it's different that they had been doing it prior to shooting seven in the net tonight and while well, the run, but they had been doing it on the backs of defense, right? And, and I don't think that that was the prediction that if they find themselves, it was going to be on the backs of defense and goaltending. Crazy. 
that the goaltending has been this good. You know, I, I don't know what the guys are, but they're both top five in save percentage, shutouts. The team defense is good. Terrible first period uh, tonight in terms of giving up shots. I think Anaheim had, what, 17? And then they give up, they shut it down. They give up 10 the rest of the way or whatever the final number was. Like, they're one of the best defensive teams in the NHL, full stop, without Riley, Muzzin, and it had been Brody for a long run. I think they're the best. Like, I think that there are teams that, I think that there are teams that match up well against them. It's, it's hard to say, hey, if they played Vegas in a series based on what we, the way we saw them play Vegas twice this year, where Vegas looked better, that, oh, they're just, but the Leafs in terms of matching up to every team in the NHL, yeah. to me, they're number one. They're better than Boston. And yeah, okay, Toronto, it's been this weird, I, I think I compared it with Sammy recently that it's actually like, the Maple Leafs have sort of become what the Senators were in the early 2000s, where the Sens would just beat the Leafs every regular season game, and then you get in the playoffs, and the Leafs would find a way to win it, and that's what Boston feels like still now with Toronto. I'm not going to stand here and say, oh, I definitely think the Leafs would beat Tampa. I definitely think that they would beat Boston. But I think they would be slight favorites in either of those series right now, yeah. and that tells you just kind of where they're at as a hockey team. Is that going to extend throughout the course of the entire season? I don't know. This is actually good. This one, this brought me back to one smart topic I had for you tonight, which is, God, this people are going to kill us for being too negative tonight with killing Engvall and Kerfoot and whatever. But well, I don't even think we killed those guys enough yet. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> no, I, I have like I have like three more minutes of material. Ages of notes. Yeah, those guys. Uh, I don't want to frame it in the lame way of peaking too soon, but how hard do you think it is going to be for them to play this way for an entire season? Like it's uh, like takes commitment what, what, when there's a let up here and it lasts from, cause they obviously have enough leeway to have a game or two games and they have enough talent to kind of outdo that. But are you concerned at all that this happened so early in the season that by the time we hit like January, February, it's going to be hard for this group to just say, no, we're still locked into playing this way. Because yeah. it's been that's 20 games that they've played where they've only lost once in regulation. And it's been a lot of attention to detail with the puck, a lot of no turnovers. Their forwards a lot of defend play. like hell, man. Yeah, it's just, it's, 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 this is demanding what they're doing right now. This is yeah. no like cupcake walk in the park. Yeah, it's funny. You know, the we listen to Sheldon Keith clips every day on our show, as you know, and, you know, Sammy digs through him. And the one time I feel like someone got to Sheldon was Steve Simmons asked Sheldon, do you wish it was March? And Sheldon was like, well, <laughs> yeah, Kill you know, but he, he, he like knew he couldn't say, yes, I wish it was March. But like, look where we're at compared to every other team. And one yeah. of the reasons we thought you and me thought that this team would be better than every other team in the NHL this year or, or at least in their division was consistency and that their team was together. Continuity is the continuity. There's the word continuity. They had the continuity from year to year where other teams, you know, the big turnover in a lot of places. And, you know, you look at Calgary and you look at what Florida did and, you know, even some of their team or sorry, their division Tampa had some turnover too. Like the Leafs had the same team. They had the same core. And we kind of thought that they would be good because of it. And now I think it's showing up where they're ahead of where other teams are. And they do want playoffs now because other teams are still trying to find the best of themselves. And I don't know that there's a better version of the Leafs than the one we've been watching outside of getting Morgan Riley in. But Connor Timmons has been great playing an AHL and a half team tonight. You know, not quite a real NHL team, but 
boy, they, they, they're ahead of other teams in terms of systems, structure, all that stuff. They look phenomenal. Again, I, I'm not trying to be a doomsayer. I just, I think that that is a question that does need to be asked, right? Yeah. Like, I, I think that it's something you need to consider is how are they going to be able to maintain doing this? There was a little scary moment too with Samsonov where it looked like he was favoring his leg, but he stayed in the game. So I'm assuming that he's going to be fine. But yeah, um, Murray obviously gets the net Thursday. I talked about it with Sam. I was surprised that they went to Samsonov as the backup here. I, I thought that maybe they'd give him a little bit Oh no, did I lose you? Are you gone? Well, in the event that it is just me, I think that's a, a nice time to wrap it up. I, I don't, uh, sis, I don't know what, uh, <laughs> I think we'll just call it a day. Not much more to talk about from that hockey game. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to Leafs talk. Uh, you know, 7 nothing. See you later, Anaheim. On to the next team. I think it's the Rangers on Thursday night, so... We'll try again on Thursday. Hopefully you had enough of JD and I. Thanks for listening.